just in case you were wondering where we are, let them know. going on ladies and gentlemen this is your boy Croft. how's everybody doing out there today listen i am so so excited to welcome you to the child welfare raising awareness podcast listen y'all this is the podcast that keeps you in the know about all things child welfare This podcast is brought to you by Tuskegee University, the Department of Social Work, and I will be your host. That's right, your boy Croft. So if you are a student, current child care professional, educator, or parent, know this, you have landed in the right place because this is the podcast show where we will raise awareness about interesting child welfare-related topics. Now listen, I will be bringing on various guest experts to discuss real-world topics that relates to child welfare just to equip you for practice. I must say, y'all, it's going to be quite interesting to say the least. I look forward to seeing you soon. This is your boy Croft. We'll be hollering at you later. <laughs> Peace. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is your boy Croft. How's everybody doing out there today? Listen, y'all, you know what time it is. That's right. It's time for the the podcast that keeps you in the door by all things child welfare. This is the Child Welfare Raising Awareness Podcast, y'all, and it's brought to you by none other than Tuskegee University, the Department of Social Work, and I am your host. That's right, your boy Croft, Spencer Croft. And I'm so glad to be here today. It was a nice day, and I'm so excited about our guest this evening. Listen, y'all, we got a guest. I'm talking about Kendall Brown. Now, Kendall's a junior social worker, major with a minor, in sociology from West Georgia. Okay, okay. She is a part of multiple extracurricular activities such as, listen y'all, the Tuskegee Universal, the Tuskegee University Social Work Alliance where she served as the events coordinator in the 2021-2022 school year, vice president in the 2022-2023 school year and will serve as president in the 2023-2024 school year. Y'all listen to me talk about Kendall. She is also a member of the Collegiate 100, y'all, the National Society of Leadership and Success. And listen, a Phi Alpha Honor Society. She has been on the Dean's list since spring 2020. Y'all, let's give it up for none other than Kendall Brown. Kendall, what's going on with you? Hello, hello. How Thank you, you so doing? much for having me. I'm so good, how are you? Good, good, greatest day of my life. Listen, listen, how was your day today? <laughs> it was great. You know what, Mr. Cobb? I am actually in Puerto Rico right now, so I am doing- Get out of here. Get I out of here. Oh, so you, you, you're enjoying yourself. I am. 
Good deal, good deal. Well, listen, you know, I don't want to hold your time. You know, I just want to make sure that you're good and we're going to jump right into this thing. But I mean, you know, I know you're chilling, you're doing your thing in Puerto Rico, but I need to ask mm -hmm. you something, though. I need, right. to, I need for you to tell all of us about your TU college experience. Oh, Wow, what is there to not tell, really? Um, so obviously you said I'm a social work major. Um, as far as my matriculation, it's been very unconventional, I would say. I came in in 2020 uh, in the height of COVID. So I was basically stuck in my dorm for two years, my freshman and sophomore year. So it's really nice now to be able to have like those real college experiences, HBCU experiences that you expect when you go and you tour, you know. Um, so it's really, I, I love to you. It's my home for real. I love it. Ooh. My goodness. My goodness. I see you. I see you spent a little time over here in West Georgia. I'm sorry. I, I didn't hear you. I see you I'm spent sorry. a little time in West Georgia too, right? Oh, I live in West Georgia. Oh, okay. I live in Carrollton. Okay. Good yeah. deal, good deal, good deal. Hey, listen, now when when we're talking about Tuskegee University, I need to I need for you to, you know, just think about something. I need to think, I need you to think about your your most memorable moment during your undergraduate college days. Oh my goodness. Um, I definitely think it was my junior year homecoming. Uh, like I said, I was a COVID baby. So um, having the homecoming experiences with my friends and seeing, you know, all the alumni out there, seeing all the alumni on the hill at the football game, it was it was a crazy experience. And I would not change that experience for the world. I'm so happy that I finally got to experience it after two years. Um, mm -hmm. So for sure, that was my most memorable experience so far. My goodness, I know, I know the whole COVID thing had everybody on lockdown, they had everybody sipping, you know, you know, staying in place, you know, and and, right. and 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 they wanted all of us to just kind of, you know, just be by ourselves. So when we did get a chance to open the door and peek outside, it was like something like none other. You understand what I'm saying? I do. Now, I do. Now, 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 let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Did you have any favorite courses in social work? or any influential professors that inspired you during your matriculation at Tuskegee University? I did, or I do, I have both actually. Um, my interprofessional uh, course with, interprofessional, interprofessional education course with Miss um, Andrea Maffedon, that course was incredible. I love the course. I love Miss Maffedon, uh, mostly because she really cares about her students. She is like the professor you can go to, cry in her office, complain about whatever you need to complain about. So I am so blessed to be able to, you know, have her uh, as a professor. And then I have her um, as my professor for my junior and senior uh, internship, like practicum seminars. So I'm just so blessed to have met her and have her by my side throughout my matriculation at the university. Wow, wow, wow. That's 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 good stuff. That's that's good stuff. So so listen, I heard about an award. So so kind of tell us about your award as social work intern of the year. Hey, that's something big right there. Elaborate on that for me a little bit. Okay, so social work intern of the year uh for 
the Southeast Alabama Area Health Education Centers is kind of a big deal. It kind of, for me, it came out of nowhere. Um, I was not expecting to get the award. Um, obviously, I'm happy I did. Um, but mostly, uh, it's given to a scholar who shows determination, hard work, persistence um, throughout their internship, um, who really shows love for the internship as well. Um, and just the whole program. And uh, my supervisor, Mr. Fitz, honestly, when I first met him, he like we kind of clicked like we were, you know, longtime friends, um, which was really cool. So it was, it's really nice to, you know, get the award from him and represent him and his organization in Utah in June. So mm-hmm. cool. I'm excited. Mm hmm. Good deal. Good deal. So, I mean, you know, social work, I mean, you know, I know that's a big deal for you, but, you know, did you know that you wanted to do this? I didn't. Actually, that's a really good question. I did not know that I wanted to do this. Um, I did not know until my junior year of high school, um, throughout my whole, like, childhood, Whenever somebody asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, it was always pediatrician. Um, mm-hmm. And then my brother became a nurse and I heard his horror stories and I was like, maybe I don't want to work with like <laughs> bodily fluids and things like that. So right, right. I kind of switched gears. I kind of, I thought about being a therapist for a little while and then I found social work and mm-hmm. um I figured that it was kind of a happy medium, still a helping profession, still something that I really want to do um, just without all of the other like (laughs) fluids that I, I, you know, working in the hospital that you'll see. Um, Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, it's it's a few more things I want to ask you about the social work, but, but before then, before I do that, I need you to tell us a little bit about the Social Work Alliance, also known uh, as SWA at Tuskegee University. Oh, SWA is an incredible club. Oh my goodness. It's, it's really great. It's really just a group of people who are committed to service, um, community service, community activism, friendship, most importantly. Um, like, I could not thank God more for giving me SWA. It's really such an amazing group of people. Um, you said earlier in my sophomore year, I served as events coordinator, then vice president, then um, now I'm serving as president. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's a really great club. If you, I always tell students, like, if you need community service hours, that's the way to do it. If you really just need some friends, somebody to talk to, we're here. It's very easy to join. You just literally come up to any one of us, ask for a cash app, send your dues, and you're in. Mm-hmm. And you don't mm-hmm. have to be a major. You can join any year, any major. We accept everybody. Okay, because that was going to be my next question is how can students join? So you're saying it, it is very easy and, very uh, to join or, you know, is it have, do you have to know someone or do you have to be in a certain, you know, certain club or anything or can you just join? 
No, you can just join. Um, most of our events are even open to the general student body. So if you come to an event and you like what you see, then you can just come up to any of our eboard members or even any of the members in the room and they'll direct you to our eboard members. Um, you can mm. sign up. Okay, okay. Now, while, while at, at, at Tuskegee, let me ask you this. Did you have a faculty advisor? I did. I do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Maya Martin, she has been our advisor, my personal advisor and our faculty advisor for Social Work Alliance since basically its inception. Okay. Okay, and so, 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 you know, how did she support the organization? Dr. Martin really has our back. Um, I say our, me and um, our current president who's going, graduating, um, but she really has our back through whew, everything that we need. It's really stressful running a club, so just supporting their organization, giving us, letting us bounce ideas off of her, um, giving us ideas, helping us plan events. Um, yeah, she's great, great advisor. She really loves the club as well. So like I said, you know, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about the whole social, social work deal. I mean, you know, when you think about, you know, I, I ask you about the most memorable moment, um, are there any moments where it was very, very, very intense? Yes. <laughs> there have actually been quite a few. Um, ooh. Mm, I think my first finals season, or maybe it was my second final season. I don't exactly remember which one, but I was actually uh, in the process of moving states. I had moved from California to Georgia during finals week. So mm -hmm. I was in my, my new house, taking my finals, um, surrounded by boxes, <laughs> um, you know, taking finals in hotels, traveling back and forth from California to Georgia. Um, so that was very intense. Luckily I sustained a 4.0 that semester. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, that was very intense. I would not want to do that again if I was given the choice. <laughs> wow, wow. Listen, listen, I, I I heard you 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 got a you got an interest in maternal health. And you know, recently you were selected to have your research proposal essay about social justice published with the social publishers. That's an international research group. Tell us a little bit about your research topic and why is it so important to research? Yes, sir. So uh, my research topic or the title of my research paper is the impact, <clears throat> excuse me, the impact of structural racism on black maternal death rates. And it essentially explores the rising mortality rates and specifically black women compared to other races um, of, you know, death either during pregnancy or during child, childbirth or shortly after childbirth. Um, why it's so much higher, um, you know, like the factors that contribute uh, and what we can do about it, essentially. And I mm -hmm. think the reason why I was so interested in the topic was because I have personal stories of family members who really struggled throughout their pregnancy and did not receive the help that they needed. Um, and it did ultimately lead to their 
you know, succumbing to death. So I, I think that it's just really important because not many black people, black women specifically know about the health risks that we're susceptible to just genetically. Um, And I think that it's very important for them to know, and there's no way that they will know if somebody doesn't tell them. That's wow. I mean, you know, I know you were saying, you know, a lot of black women don't know, but, you know, for the black women that are listening, I mean, it's, it's, if you don't mind sharing, you know, what are some of the things that they really need to know? Because if they didn't, this could happen. Ooh, um, if you don't uh, mind sharing. Of course I'll share. Um, so for black women listening, Y'all, please, please, please find a doctor, not even just um, an OB, but a primary care doctor, even before you want to get pregnant, just because things that you might suffer from before pregnancy, even if you don't know, they will, they will, they will show up during pregnancy. So if you are suffering from high blood pressure, and before you know you get pregnant, you will likely contract diabetes during your pregnancy, prenatal diabetes. Um, wow. So just just be aware of you know your health. Pay attention to your body before you get pregnant, and when you do get pregnant, please advocate for yourself. If you feel like something's wrong, it's likely that something is wrong, and nobody will know that something's wrong if you don't say anything. And if they don't believe you, tell them again. Tell them as many times as you need to for them to believe you. Wow. That's it. Wow. And 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 how does that topic, how does that whole thing relate to to you know dealing with child welfare? I think because if it also so black maternal mortality rates also relate to the infant mortality rates because unfortunately when mothers die it's likely that baby will die um not all the time but sometimes so even if mother doesn't die and baby lives um for black women sometimes they are you know they can be you know single mothers or they don't have any family around and if that happens and the child we immediately go into foster care um, and so there is that relationship should child her welfare practice already just through that little connection. Um, so I think that's the big thing. Um, and then also just the ch- child's health in general, if their mother does die, even if they mm-hmm. have support, just living without their mother, never seeing their mother. That's so that's so interesting. That's. That's serious. That's serious. All, you know, all the black women, I hope you out there listening. I hope you're listening to what Ms. Brown is saying, because, I mean, these are words, wisdom, and she definitely, you know, want to make sure that you're okay. That, that, I mean, my goodness, my goodness. Now, on a different note, on a different note, now, I need to know, what were your thoughts when Dr. Jones and Dr. Roswell, director of social publishers, announced your research proposal was accepted for a social justice essay with social publishers. How was that? That was really interesting news to hear. I wasn't expecting that, honestly. When I turned in the when I turned in the essay, I was 
I don't know, kind of just hoping for the best. And that's not what I expected. <laughs> Honestly, Ooh. I'm obviously grateful. Um, and I've been working really hard, making the revisions uh, necessary for the essay. And I don't know, I'm really excited. And I hope that I can, you know, revise it enough to where it's acceptable for publishing. Well, the way you're going, it sounds like it will be. And, and, you know, I need you to always expect it. I need you to always expect it. You working hard, expect it. I Thank need you. you to do that. Now, 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 how 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 do you feel, you know, this topic will address social injustice and impact positive social change in the world? Ooh, that's a loaded question, Mr. Cross. That is a loaded question. Um I think that in general as an African-American population, we are kind of looked over when it comes to health care. Mm -hmm. So I think that if we start with one small group of Black women that are, that their goal as a group is to, you know, start that positive social change, and, you know, by advocating for other Black women or doing education classes or really any of that, I think that a movement, it could start a movement and it'll make, it'll make, you know, people listen. Mm -hmm. And then there's that, mm -hmm. that social change right there. So if mm -hmm. one Black woman could get another Black woman to listen, could get another Black woman to listen, could get another mm -hmm. Black woman to listen, and, you know, we start a little revolution. And so on, and so on. Right. Good deal, good deal. Now, I understand you're a member of uh, Phi Alpha Honor Society for Social Work. So yes, tell sir. us about the association. Tell us about that association and how one becomes a member of Tuskegee University. All right. Uh, Phi Alpha, like you said, is the Honor Society for Social Work students. Um, I believe to receive um, a membership invite you do have to have a 3.5 gpa I, i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure um, but you will receive an invite if you do have a 3.5 gpa if you accept the invite um you are inducted um it's a whole induction ceremony i actually just went to the induction ceremony for uh the underclassmen it was really nice so proud of them um and What was the other question? I'm sorry. And, you know, I just want to know how one becomes a member. And, oh. you know, just tell us how, how, how someone, how they can become a member. All right. So to become a member, obviously you have to have a Like you said, they have to have that that, that GPA. Yes. They have to have a GPA. And, you know, I just, you know, and, and you was explaining how it was a great, you know, it's a, it a great society. Uh, to be in. So, you know, I would just want you to just kind of elaborate on, you know, how how you liked it and, you know, how others can become a member. That's what I need to know. But let me ask you this. What does membership mean to you in the future of your career? Um, honestly, I'm very, I'm very honored to be a member. When um, Dr. Martin, who's the advisor for Phi Alpha, explained what Phi Alpha was to me, she, I remember her specifically saying that it was um, a very high honor um, to be inducted. Um, 
And so, you know, I'm very honored to be a part of Phi Alpha. And for my future career, you know, if you are inducted, it looks really good on your resume. Um, it will likely open more doors for you if, you know, you are applying for a job as a social worker and your employer sees Phi Alpha on your resume. Um, so, and then obviously you have um, other social workers behind you in your in your cohort that you can reach out to anytime. Okay. Okay. And, and, you know, that's what you would suggest to students who, you know, wish to become members or what would you suggest? I would suggest um, just work hard. Don't even, if you think about joining Phi Alpha, just if you want to join, just work hard, work hard, you know, um, that 3.5 GPA, it's, you know, when you get, when you really get into it, it's a lot harder than it sounds. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. yeah, just mm -hmm. work hard and you'll get that invite. Okay. Okay. Now, 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 what are, what, what are some tips that you would tell students about how to successfully, you know, uh, uh, dealing with matriculation through the BSW program field education at TU? to navigate that? To navigate the matriculation through the program. I personally would say time management is a big part of uh, managing the BSW program. Uh, it's very, very writing intensive, um, very research intensive. So if you know you get to those higher level courses and your time management skills are kind of wonky, uh, that it's likely to take some of those classes. Um, also, reading comprehension skills, really brush up on those because, once again, it's very writing, very reading intensive, very research intensive. Um, also, make make friends in the social work department. Like, our, our department's very small, so we all know each other. So, mm -hmm. especially for... Like for me, I'm a junior, so I talk to the seniors about what I can expect in the senior year, what I need to do to get to where they are. That's um, good. That's good. To talk to me. So just make friends. Talk to your professors. Talk to your department heads. I talk to Dr. Jones all the time. <laughs> I talk to Dr. Martin, Dr. or Ms. Anathalon all the time. So just, you know, make friends. Feels like a family. So okay. I think okay. those are some things to be successful. Right, right, right. Make yourself known. Just go out there and make yourself known. Put yourself in the, in the place. Good exactly. deal. Now, now, would you advise students to uh, have field placement in person or virtually? Definitely in person. I personally did my field placement virtually this semester. And while I did love it, it's definitely not for everyone. Um, I do wish, well, no, I don't wish, but I would prefer to have in person, in person, um, which I'm doing next semester, next fall um, at the VA. It'll be in person, so I definitely recommend in person. You definitely get that hands-on experience. You really get to see what it's like to be a social worker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so. Listen, Kendall, I, I see you. You know, you were part of, of multiple extracurricular activities. You know, what did that consist of? What all did you do? It sounded like you did a lot. <laughs> um, so Vice my... president, president. <laughs> I mean, it looks like you did a lot of stuff. 
event yeah. coordinator. Talk to me about that. Been a lot. So my freshman year, I was not involved in really any extracurricular extracurricular activities. But sophomore year, um, I met Jordan, our current uh, president, and she kind of talked to me about Social Work Alliance. I joined and I kind of ended up on the e-board and me and her kind of worked hand in hand planning all of the events. Um, and I guess she liked me so much, she promoted me to vice president. So mm-hmm. um, it's been me and her kind of handling the reins of um, the club so far. So that was my sophomore and junior year and my senior years to come. But I also got inducted into the National Society of Leadership and Success my sophomore year, the fall semester of my sophomore year. Um, That is a great organization. I do recommend it to anybody who gets uh, an invite. They have great, um, their handbook is incredible. It's great to refer back refer back to uh great scholarship opportunities great webinar opportunities um they've done a few like tedx events um Mm -hmm. which are pretty and what else am i part of oh i recently was inducted actually a couple of weeks ago i was i had my pinning ceremony for collegiate 100 and collegiate 100 everything (laughs) just doing it all Running around, doing everything, really different directions. But um, so, I, yes. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off because you know I, okay. uh, this is exciting to me. <laughs> That's okay. So, so had being on the dean li- dean's list since 2020, has that yeah. been? Uh, is that pressure? <laughs> yes, it is pressure. <laughs> I think when I started college, I was already under so much pressure uh, because my dad is an IT engineer at Boeing. He's like one of the top on the top levels. My mom graduated W Washington. My brother is a travel nurse who got like a 4.0 when he graduated. So I was like, I can't go into college and not do good. I really don't have a choice but to do good. So I um, I really just got to work. Yeah. A lot of pressure, but I think yeah. I'm making my family proud. That's oh, you. That's, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, listen, listen. Now, I mean, you know, I want to. I, I thank you so much. Now, I want to know if it, it, if it's anyone that you'd like to thank, or any final thoughts you want to share with the whole podcast listeners. I always, always want to thank God. I always thank God for everything. Um, that's first and foremost. Um, I also always thank my family, my mom. And my dad and my brother without them oh my goodness <laughs> i don't think i would be the person i am today without them so uh they are my Good everything deal. i think um, i also thank jordan she's actually one of my best friends so i thank mm. her for being a mentor um and for being a shoulder to lean on for these past two years that we've known each other and Oh, I also want to thank the whole department, the whole department, the whole department molded me, the whole department. They molded me into the person I am, the social worker I'm going to be. So I thank them as well. Good deal. Good deal. Good deal. I heard you say, you know, first and foremost, you want to thank God. I guess, you know, before we ask for anything, we got to thank him for 
everything. Y'all, I want to say thank you so much to Miss Kendra Brown. She's, you know, just been so great this evening. And I mean, you know, I can't see but big things in your future. Thank you so much, Miss Brown, for being on the on the podcast this evening. Thank you so much. And I just want to say thank you to everybody else. Thank you so much for your time this time. And until the next time, I hope it's better than the last. And as my dad would always say you're never out of business when you mind your own this is your boy croft we'll holler at you later peace thank you so very much for tuning into the child welfare raising awareness podcast this is the podcast y'all that keeps you in the know about all things child welfare Oh, it was a great time and we look forward to seeing you next time for another mind-stimulating conversation. And until then, remember y'all, we strive for perfection, but if we have to settle, we only settle for excellence. This is your boy Crawl. We'll talk to you later. Peace.